This episode of Sports Caffeine is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SC2020. Your balls will thank you. And now, Sports Caffeine. It's time to wake up, recover from last night's mess, and get your fix of sports caffeine. It's time to kickstart your day with the latest sports news and opinions. Get ready. Sports caffeine is live in three, two, one. And welcome, everybody. It is another episode of Sports Caffeine Taco Tuesday Sports Night. I am one of your hosts, L. Bushman, here uh, streaming live on not only Facebook and Periscope tonight, but we're also on YouTube, Periscope, and a whole bunch of other Facebook places as well. You can find us on fanstreamsports.com and make sure to download the app. We're also streaming on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Happy Taco Tuesday, everybody. I hope everybody's eating tacos and drinking Coronas like I was earlier, but they did not agree with me. So I have the bubble guts right now. I drank some Pepto-Bismol earlier. I know my co-hosts are probably just like, what the hell is he talking about? He probably has to run to the bathroom in a little bit. So that won't happen. I guarantee it. So I'm going to bring in everybody. Uh, he is one of the hosts of Set the Sales Podcast, which you can find on Bucks Life Media and also fanstreamsports.com. Please welcome to the show, James Ludeman. James, happy Taco Tuesday, buddy. Taco Tuesday. What's up, buddy? Good to be I'm, here. I'm good. We 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 used to talk a lot, and we finally saw each other last night. It's good to see you again. So. I know. It's good. It's reunited. It's so good. So good. <laughs> she now has a new fantasy football podcast, which you can find on Fanstream Sports and also the Sports Caffeine Network. She's the host of The Pick Is In. Please welcome to the show, Kristen Jawan. Kristen, how are you? Where are you? Dallas Mavericks t-shirt tonight. How are you? Yeah, let's go, Mavs. I don't know if you guys watched that last game, Luca, with that three-pointer in overtime with Dodo with mounting it. Oh, God, it was amazing. So, you know, the Clippers are still the favorite. I think Clippers and Lakers to win. So, looking for Dallas to upset them. So, they play at nine. Um, I will stay for the whole show, even though I want to watch the game. But I'll catch you after. It's, it after. It's quite all right. <laughs> okay, we're and- here during the Lightning game. She's uh, she's one of our newest co-hosts on the show. She does have her podcast debuting, debuting tomorrow night, Beauty in the Cleats. You can catch her at 8 o'clock tomorrow night, Eastern Standard Time. Please welcome to the show, Kaylee Chikowski. Kaylee, how are you? Hello, hello. How are you? I'm good. Happy Taco Tuesday night to you as well. Are you excited? You have a, a debut tomorrow. Your show, yes. you and Ruth the Truth, yes. are going to be blasted out all over social media and the streaming world. Are you are you nervous? Are you, are you guys ready to go? What is, what is the... The overall excitement that you have. I'm not nervous because I feel like we click very well. I think it's going to be a good time. So I think everything's going to kind of fall in place once we get there. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited to get started. Well, good. I hope everybody tunes into that show. It's going to be a great one. Uh, you guys, you guys got so much to talk about. I'm, I'm sure, and you guys are going to be having wine and talking about all kinds of sports athletes and on all over the place. We'll get to your sports athlete in just a second. He oh. is, he is known as Taylor <laughs> the Troll. He has uh, been kind of latched to us ever since we were the old show called Sports Arena, which is still you know live and everything. Uh, but he he followed us to Sports Caffeine. You can hey, follow. It was whole whole nother level. Whole nother, whole nother level. level then sp- then Sports Arena. Now <laughs> Sports Caffeine. He's he's still a troll on our comments. So I said, you know what? Why don't we bring you on the show? That way you can take your trolling comments and bring them to the show. Please welcome Taylor Maville. Taylor, Taylor the troll. How are you? What's up, buddy? He's What's his, up, guys? He's in his full hey, Canadi- Canadian Ooh, guard, even though he likes right, the Cowboys, right. he likes the Raptors, loves that's the right, Hurricanes. Right. 
Well, I'm su super stoked to be with you guys tonight. Obviously, I want to give you some pseudo, semi-fact-based, unapologetically biased views that are typically <clears throat> reciprocatedly different <laughs> than people that here on the show. So I love to give a different point of view, a different perspective, and at least be able to <laughs> give my... Oh, yeah, that looks good. I love being the Rays yesterday. It was great. I, I will say this. <laughs> my, I, my mouse is hovered over the mute button because I will be <laughs> muting you a lot. I'm just letting you know right now, okay? No worries. No worries. I, I could type over here. I got a, a good, okay, good chat good. box. All right, so we've got a jam-packed show. I'm going to start off with something a little a little bit fun. I know Kaylee's going to enjoy this because her boy, Gardner Minshew, uh, a, a nice little a story came out today where you can rent, win free beer if you draft Gardner Minshew first round, or, or maybe win free beer, if you draft him first round and then send it to Bud Light Minshew Draft, the sweepstakes. Uh, Kaylee, I want to start with you. Okay. Would you draft Gardner Minshew in the first round as your first overall pick? I was going to do that anyways. So okay. it worked out for me. Wow. Um, absolutely. I think, you know, if his, if his wardrobe doesn't tell you enough, he's a winner <laughs> on and off the field. I don't think he's going to have any problems this year. You know, that O-line looking as strong as ever. Um, pretty much the same as it's looked for the past 25 years. So we're, we're looking good. We're looking good. I think he's going to he's gonna kill it this year. So. I, I think I think we need to have a campaign to start where it says win a day with Kaylee Gardner, please reach out. You know he has his DMs open. You can you can you can type in there and say, Hey, what's up? You know that right? I've been I've been in there. Okay. Been in there. okay. Yeah. Anything back from Gardner? So no, but persistence is key. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. It's also a restraining order. Yes, no, that's true as well. That's how you get exposed on social media. It's like, man, this chick is really persistent. She might yeah. be crazy, but uh... you gotta reel in the crazy. You don't put that out right away. It's just okay. real casual, and then a couple dates in, you just okay. You just wow, wow, Gardner, if you're listening, run now. <laughs> <laughs> so Taylor, James, and Kristen, would you? You know, I okay. Let's let's just the, the scenario could be, if you're not in a money league, would you draft Gardner in the first round just to get a chance to maybe win free beer? Would you do it? Taylor, Why I'll go to you. Just a case. Sure. It, I, for free, I'd yeah. do it, for sure, of course. <laughs> but, I mean, I I watched the Jags quite a bit last year, unfortunately. I went to UNF, go Osprey, swoop. Ooh, but, swoop. Yeah, swoop. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, the Jags are blacked out for a reason in, in their home market because they're not good. And Minshew's not good. And he had a couple good plays in the fourth quarter, and that was about it. When he watched the full – embodiment of the whole game he just wasn't good so i mean he was better in fulls which isn't saying much but i mean hopefully he he's obviously hopefully going to take that next leap which i'm hoping for because i am a Minshew fan i like the guy i like the personality we need more personalities especially in the quarterback position but i don't know i need to see it so, so the, I mean, the the contest is if you enter, you get a you're entered into a drawing for a twenty dollar pre prepaid gift card that could be used to purchase a case of Bud Light. If anybody wins the fantasy league with Gardner, you can use the cash that's equivalent wow. up to purchase two cases of Bud Light per month for six months. That's not bad. I it's I not that much terrible. money. It's terrible. Well, how it's, think about it this way: you of, win. Like Think about this one. You win, you win a championship with Gardner Minshew as your quarterback. That's true. That's enticing. You get more than two cases of Bud Light. You should get like you a should. million dollars. <laughs> you should. That's true. That's you should get Bud Light forever. I will buy you all two cases of Bud Light. Like, like a case of Bud Light. Like, Kaylee, don't do it. I will give you a case of Bud Light. You know, I'm all in on so much money. <laughs> Um, here I'll weigh in on this because five years ago, if you would have asked me if there was a quarterback like Garner Minshew that I would draft number one, I would have said you're crazy. Uh, but here's what I will tell you, and I've seen this happen firsthand. I have watched my wife, who plays fantasy football, by the way, and is and is not bad at it. She doesn't pick like colors. She knows the players. She knows like what she's doing. Okay, this girl drafted Jameis Winston first round a few years ago. You know who won the championship that year? She did. Mm. And I finished in second. And I still hear about it, even to this day. So, listen, before you go out there and say, well, there's no way I'd draft Garner Minshew in the first one, be, be, be ready. Because sometimes these quarterbacks in fantasy, you just don't know. You, you never know. 
And in a year where there's just a lot of uh, un uncertainty and a lot of questions, uh, if, if I want to put some faith in, in, in the stash, it's a good year to do it because you just don't know. I mean, maybe these quarterbacks, the other good quarterbacks, may not be as good this year. I'm still thinking they're going to be good, obviously. But I'm saying if you want a guy who's going to get you some points – why not? Why not turn to Gardner Minshew? Why I not? might. I might have to do that for the fan stream draft this weekend because it's we're not playing for money. We're playing for like prizes and all that stuff and a trophy. So I might just draft Minshew first round and see how it goes. I'll just I mean, say if screw every it. other quarterback gets the Rona, then they yeah, have a shot. That's yeah. true too. All right. Hey. <laughs> All right, so another transaction that happened over the weekend was Earl Thomas was let go uh, by the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I wanted to start and, and ask you guys, what would be the best landing spot for him, but it would be your team? I want to hear your case for your team would be the best spot for Earl Thomas. Kristen, I'm going to start with you. You're a Browns fan. You would love to see Earl Thomas come to the Browns. State your case. Why should Earl Thomas come to your team? I honestly, I think they're like the number one in the running for Earl Thomas because he wanted to go to, to Taylor's Dallas Cowboys, but Dallas is like, no, thank you. Um, we just lost uh, our our safety we drafted in the second round, Grant Del Delpit, and Chili's uh, mm. injury out for the year. Other safety, Kevin Johnson, has a lacerated liver right now. Right now, our starting safeties are um, Andrew Sedeno and Carl Joseph. Those are the starting safety for the Browns. So, and then we have our new um, defensive coordinator, Joe, Wo Joe Woods, who likes to use that three safety system, the big nickel. And Earl Thomas, guess what? Played in that system in um, Seattle in the Legion of Boom. So he was a free safe safety in that system. So the Browns have the most cap room available. They can get okay. him on a one-year deal. Probably don't have to pay him too much because nobody really wants him. The only other team I can maybe see is New England with Patrick Chung sitting out because they do like to take in those kind of guys. But I, I just don't. I mean, I don't know if the Browns are going to bring him because there is a little bit of risk. Is he a cancer? You know, we saw him flipping off the fans in um, Seattle. We saw him getting in fights in uh, Baltimore. He didn't have a great year last year, although he was still recovering from that leg injury. I think, though, he would go to Cleveland and have a chip on his shoulder. You play the Ravens twice. They are rivals. The Ravens are the old Cleveland Browns. So I think he would be a perfect fit in Cleveland. Um, and, you know, you give him one-year contract for not that much money, and we have plenty of money to give. So – I, I would take him, you know, what, what do you, what the hell? Why not? Okay. What do we have okay. to lose? You know, we might not even finish the season. So go Browns. Kristen has stated her case. We will go to James Ludeman. James Earl Thomas. Would he be a best fit for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers state? Your case. And you're saying no. All right. I, I'm saying no, because we can't even afford a paper cup right now with our salary cap. <laughs> we literally have $1.5 million in salary cap right now. And I doubt that they're going to move any pieces around to get him. But here's what I will tell you. Since I'm going to, since I say no to my team, here's what team I do think he will go to. Uh, and it's kind of, it, it's not that far out in left field if you think about it, but the San Francisco 49ers are a team that I think could compete. Listen, you got John Lynch, who's the general manager, defensive minded. They have to build a defense uh, this year because of the fact that they they didn't play very well in the Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes and that high-octane offense. They played well offensively, but they didn't play well defensively. So I think if there's a team that needs a defensive player like uh, right now, I think it's the 49ers. Okay, you have stated your case for the San Francisco 49ers. Kaylee, state your case for Earl Thomas coming oh. to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know that he would want to come to the Jacksonville Jaguars, but our secondary is pretty dismal at the moment. You know, we've got two young safeties. I think, you know, we've been playing man. I think if he wants to be that high safety, kind of run all over the field, make those big plays, I think it's a good place for him to go. I think he'll have a little more freedom, you know, with the new coaching staff than he had would have had in the past. Um, you know, we're definitely not 2017 caliber. But if we can get some of those big free agents, I think we can kind of build up that secondary a little more. We've got young guys back there. We need kind of a veteran to, you know. Okay. Kaylee has stated her case for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Taylor, state your case for the Dallas I mean, Cowboys. I mean, it's pretty obvious he stated back in 2017 he wants to come to the Cowboys. Uh, we Initially, we were the front runners, and then we said we weren't interested, but then Jerry said today, wait, 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 wait a second, we still <laughs> are keeping the door open a little bit for him because Jerry likes to play the headlines a little bit, you know, and we've needed need safety for freaking ever, for forever. I mean, we get burned on the deep ball more than anyone but the Eagles, pretty much, so... <laughs> 
Earl Earl's from Texas. He wants to be in Texas. I don't know what him and his brother are doing is actually good for him to be in Texas because of all the stuff that him and his brother were doing. But, <laughs> but, um, you know, obviously it would help us out. We, we had the number one offense in the league last year. It's about time we sure up our defense. Our defensive line is the second best defensive line in the league now after picking up all these guys. So having a back end guy like Earl Thomas obviously would be, you know, the last kink in our card ready to, get Super Bowl number six. All right, Taylor Maville, you have stated your case for Earl Thomas going to the Dallas Cowboys. As a group, where do you think he will actually land? Uh, what, what team will actually pick him up or sign him for maybe a, a one-year deal? Cowboys. For sure. One year? I, I, I think it's be someone like maybe. the Eagles or someone I hate. I, I already know. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like the Eagles or something like that. Once, once, it's gonna be a contender. Watch Seattle pick him up. Bring him back. Or bring him back. Bring him back. I should say. Yeah. Watch Seattle bring him back on a one-year deal. It wouldn't. That could be an. O- that could be an option. I. I could, that could possibly happen too. I mean, they've they've really started to re kind of revigorate that Legion of Boom. I mean, you could have Earl Thomas back there. He's a, he's a veteran of that team. Yeah, that could be a possible spot. So we're saying the Cowboys, the Eagles, and possibly the Seattle Seahawks. Kristen, where do you think you, you had a, a team that you were about to throw out there? Oh, I was going to say what I said earlier. I think the Browns maybe, but with a rookie head coach, well, not a rookie head coach, but a new head coach and a new offensive coordinator, I don't know if they're going to want, or coordinators, I don't know if they're going to want to bring them in. Um, like I said before, New England, I think, with Patrick Chung sitting out, they're known to take in guys, veterans that have had some problems. I think New England could sign him to like a two or three year deal because I don't think New England's trying to win the Super Bowl this year. Like they're even trying to go, go. Everyone's trying to go, but New England knows they don't have Tom Brady. But I think if they get Earl Thomas in like a two year contract, maybe for their next year. So I could see, I'm thinking Cleveland and New England are right up there. Okay. I like it. Let's keep in the vein of NFL. We've done this for the past couple of weeks. We're going to do who has the better team or who has a better season quarterbacks of 2020. And I'm going to spout off. We're going to do, you know, who's going to have a better team. We're going to debate on who is going to have a better team. We're going to start off with Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Who has a better season? James, I will start with you. Oh, sorry. I guess I can't talk on mute. Um, Patrick, I'm sorry. Patrick Mahomes and and who was the other? I apologize. Lamar Jackson. Oh, gosh. That's impossible. Um, (laughs) Jeez. Um, Pretty easy. uh, Well, of course it is, Taylor, you troll. Um, (laughs) It's always easy for you, Taylor. Um, No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm going to say Lamar this season is going to have a better year because of the fact that they had, and again, I've said this before, they've had an awesome draft, uh, and I think they really built the pieces to make them better this year. They finished 12-4 and four last year. They could easily be a team with their schedule that could go 14-2 and two, uh, okay. and, be, and be one of the best teams in the AFC. So I'm going to give the nod to Lamar Jackson, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's, it's not by much at all. Okay. Kaylee, who has the better season, Lamar or Patrick Mahomes? I'm going to go Patrick Mahomes. I think, you know, you're right. Lamar is getting all those pieces. He's getting all those weapons, but he still has to settle in heading into, you know, what's going to be his second full season as a starter. I mean, that's still, he's still young. He's still kind of feeling everything out. And when you're adding new elements to that in a season without preseason, um, I don't see him being as efficient as Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes has cleaned up his game. He's a little less flashy, but he's a little more, he's clean. He's throwing less interceptions. He's, you know, settling into that scheme. So I think this year he's really going to take off to kind of get back to those 2018 numbers. Okay. Taylor, who has the better season, Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson? I'm in total agreement with Kaylee. Um, Patrick Mahomes just recently said he just figured out how to read a defense last year at the end of last year. I think Lamar is personally not good. Um, every year he gets in the playoffs and he just gets obliterated and he gets shut down. And, it, and when you get to game plan against someone like that, I just don't think he's very good. And when that's I honestly, a, that's when a I hot watch, take. I like it. That's a hot when take. I, when I watch him play, I'm like, how is this guy doing anything? He has, he's just not good in my opinion. And, and he, and it just proves it in the deep in, in the playoffs the last two years, he just gets pummeled okay, and he, he'll get pummeled again. 
All right, Chris, and who has a better season? Your Lord and Savior, future Hall of Famer. Did you already uh, copyright and trademark that? Patrick Mahomes. No, I need what we did to add. Lord and Savior, future Hall of Famer, Super Bowl MVP, Patrick Mahomes third. Um, I liked how Taylor's like, every time Lamar goes to the playoffs, which was twice. uh, Oh, two years. Rookie and sophomore year. Um, I think Lamar's coming out with a big chip on his shoulder because his playoff performance was so horrible after the great season he had. He had a terrible game to leave in the playoffs. So I think he's coming in with a chip on his shoulder, but it doesn't matter. Mahomes has had a chip on his shoulder his whole life, and the guy just keeps improving and keeps learning. And the system around him and Andy Reid, you know, coming off that Super Bowl, it's going to be hard. Um, to see anyone being better than Patrick Mahomes this year. He is just so good and just keeps getting better. Um, and he's got a, a core of receivers that he can count on. So I just think Mahomes has a better year. I, I don't see Baltimore being as good as they were last year. I think there's going to be a little bit more competition. you got Joe Burrow now. The Bengals are not going to win the division, but they might be a, someone that could maybe score some points at least for once. I think the Browns are going to be a lot, lot better. And the Steelers, you can never write off the Steelers. So I think the Ravens are going to have a lot tougher year this year. Okay, moving on. Who has a better season, Russell Wilson or Drew Brees? Kristen, who has the better season? Uh, I'm going to go with Drew Brees just because in this NFC South, they are going to be throwing the ball so much. It's going to be just air out every single game. You know, you're playing Tom Brady. You got these these could be like 50-point games or whatever. So um, I, I really like Drew Brees. I just can never discount him. He's old, but he's just, I mean, he just keeps, he doesn't suck at it. Like, he, you keep people hope, like, hit, waiting for him to hit that plateau, and he keeps doing better and better as well as he has. So I'm going to go with Drew Brees. All right. Taylor, who has the better season, Russell Wilson or Drew Brees? I'm definitely going Russell Wilson on this one, um, kind of for the other reason that you just mentioned. Brees. And Brady last year, they couldn't throw the ball. And and Cam Newton, they can't throw the ball past five yards. So they were throwing five-yard slants to Michael Thomas or wow. fades to the corner all day. <laughs> so, I mean, Russell Wilson can get out of the pocket. He can do some things. I think they're going to give the ball to Camara a lot more this year. Um, he's going to be full and healthy and doing a lot of things. And Michael Thomas is kind of a down year. I just, I just see Russell Wilson killing it. All right. James, you seem to disagree. Who has the better season, Russell Wilson or Drew Brees? Um. I will say Drew Brees mainly because this argument of oh the kids to the deep bone is stupid and ignorant. You know the the the, uh, oh, the chef the yeah. chef uh, the idiot sandwich that was that argument just now. <laughs> you were the idiot sandwich in the middle of that. Of those if you can't if you can't throw a five yard a five yard wide receiver screen, then you're not going to be in. Um, Wait, yeah, I don't quick. see you don't pay attention to Tom Brady throwing 90 yard bombs to Scotty Miller in practice, apparently, because you don't do your homework, you just want to argue with somebody, and that's fine. I understand that. I got a question, James. Is this the first time you've met Taylor? Uh, yes. no, well, yes, in, in person, yes, this is the first time in I've person. met him. Okay, good. Oh, but he's I'm been trolling on this show for several. Yeah, several times, and and there's a lot of pent up anger inside of me. I'm you know letting go of right now, but anyway, no. Look, I'm going to lean toward Drew Brees. Look, I I, again, I completely disagree with this notion that Drew and Tom can't throw the deep ball. That that's again to me, that's not an argument. Um, If you're looking at a level of consistency, you don't look you don't have to look any farther than Drew Brees. He's consistently thrown for five thousand yards every year since he joined the Saints, and just about. Um, again, he's, he's a guy that's going to get, he's a winner and and that's what winners do. That's the difference between a guy like Drew Brees and a guy like Dak Prescott. Uh, you have a winner at at quarterback for new Orleans. I mean, Dak Uh, has the most wins in the past three years. I've been in the past three Uh, years. You want a super bowl? What have you done for me lately in the playoffs? That's what I want to know. At least Drew's (laughs) been there. All right, let's let's move on. Kaylee, who do you think is going to have a better season, Russell Wilson or Drew Brees? I'm going to have to go Drew Brees. I just think the, the Seahawks are so settled in. He's got to establish the run like they have been. I think they're relying a lot on their defense more so than, you know, the Saints. So I think you're going to see Drew Brees be an elite level of himself this year. I think it's he's really going to take off, and I think having Tom Brady there to kind of push him throughout that season. And not only that, but the whole division's really kind of leveled up since the past few years. So I do think that he's going to kind of be top tier for him. Okay. Our last two matchups, we've got Carson Wentz and Matthew Stafford. Who has the better season? What? What? This is like the injury bowl right here. Okay. Well, well, that's good. 
That's I've good. I've three games, stats of three games, yeah. All right, like, so who <laughs> has the okay, – okay, then who has the better season? Is it Matthew Stafford or Carson Wentz? Somebody I'll go. go first. I'll go first. All right. I mean, this is this is. I mean, it's super easy. It's gonna be Stafford. I mean, Wentz is uh, can only throw swing passes. He's like Trubisky Jr. over here throwing swing passes all day. Like, get get out of here. Stafford's at least can throw the ball. I mean, get out of here. I mean, okay. Wentz so we're all, we're all kind of agreeing that Matthew Stafford's gonna have a better season, correct? No. Yeah. Okay. Except for except for James. All right. And, I completely and, disagree. Okay. All right. State your case. Um, first of all, again, it's a situation where, you, you know, you sit here and say, well, they only throw short passes or they only throw swing plays. It doesn't matter what they throw. If they win games, it doesn't matter what you throw. You don't You're talking about quarterback. I'm talking about quarterback play. You're talking about handing the ball off. No, I'm yeah, talking I can hand about the ball off and throw a swing pass. I'm talking about let's make some. Play. No, see, the, the difference is, is that you think making a play is throwing it 80 yards down the field every no, single no, time. No, no, that's, no, that's no. That's ignorant. To throw what I believe is a swing pass is still a throw if you want to look at the statistics behind it. But secondly, a 15-yard slant or a 10-yard slant or even a 5-yard slant is still a route, and it's still getting toward your passing yardage. All I'm saying is if we're justifying a guy based on him throwing short passes and long rather than long passes, then that's there's no reason for this argument. But what I will look at is I believe this is the year that Carson Wentz not only will step up but has to. He has been – Jalen Hurts is sitting right behind him. And as a person who's seen him play at Alabama, he is ready to take over that team. I'm talking about people that, that can't throw. Jalen Hurts – Jalen's got an oh, oh my all right. He his we're, most we're he's, gonna we're gonna see him because Wentz is not oh, I know we are we are gonna see Jalen Hurts at some point or another. All right, Chris, you think you think Wentz is gonna have a better season than Stafford? Oh yeah, I think Carson Wentz and Deshaun Jackson all day long. Like I talked on my fantasy show, Deshaun Jackson is totally underrated this year. He's coming in. Carson Wentz has some receivers. Well, who's Matthew Stafford throwing to? Like, I mean, I don't Kenny Galladay. It's a Marvin Jones Detroit Jr. Lions. Who? It's the Detroit. Yeah, it's the Detroit Lions. Carson Wentz did great. You know, he, when they took him to the Super Bowl, obviously he had that injury when Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. But I just Matthew Stafford is. I mean, we're gonna like I said, we're gonna be talking about three games worth of stats till both of them one breaks their back and one breaks their knee. So I mean, okay. it's gonna be a total of like two hundred yards and one touchdown for each. So all right, our, I don't, our last are terrible quarterbacks to pick. Well, I, yeah, well, I got really the bad. last, the last, the last, the last matchup is a good one actually. All right, who has the better season, Tom Brady? I knew it was coming. Or Dak, <laughs> Dak Prescott. I knew this crap was going to happen as soon as we started this Good argument question. thing. I no. knew it was coming. You did this crap on purpose. <laughs> I mean, this is obvious. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. I, I'm going to go with the ladies first. Kaylee, who has the better season, Tom Brady or Dak? Uh, it's Dak Prescott. I think Ooh. that O line, that O line is going to outperform that of the Bucks. I think he's going oh. to. He's gonna he's gonna show out this year. I'm going Doc Prescott. I can't I can't sit here and think that Tom Brady is gonna play like we all think he's gonna play. Um, and I say we loosely because not me, but you know, people in Tampa. I cannot I cannot sit here and co-sign the the thought that he's gonna go out and be Super Bowl winning Tom Brady this year. I'm going Doc Prescott. Sorry, Ludeman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kaylee, I think you lost your invite to be on Set the Sales next week. Uh, so good luck with Beauty and the Cleats. <laughs> uh, all right, Kristen, who has the better season, Dak Prescott or Tom Brady? Don't worry, James. I love you, and I pick Tom Brady because, A, F Dak Prescott. I think he's a fraud. I don't think he's good. I think I just don't. I mean, you know, I know we are always like he was like leading all these things last season or whatever, but it's Tom Brady coming with – the best two receivers in fantasy football last year. Now you have three great tight ends. You have, I mean, Tom Brady and Bruce Arians are going to do big things. And I, I don't even know if the Cowboys are going to make the playoffs, Taylor. Okay. All right. We have, Taylor, Taylor. We, have we, the, we have the, we have the number one offense in the league. We brought in CD lamb. We have late. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, we, Taylor, you, hold on, Taylor, before you go on, I'm going to drop everybody out except oh, for you and James. Cause and I'm going to have you guys <laughs> duke oh. it out. All right. So I'm dropping myself out. Oh Lord! I'm dropping all it's just one on one now. I guess. All right, go ahead, Taylor. You're up. I was just going on about. All right, we had the number one offense. We add CD Lamb. We got Blake Jarwin. We have the number one running back in the league. Now we have actually a good defense. We're talking about quarterback e quarterback. So obviously, Dak's stats 
and everything are just going to be a million times better than Tom Brady's are. Tom Brady's a middle of the road quarterback. That's fine. He can get the job done. He's clutch when it counts, which is what counts to win Super Bowls, which is why he's won so many. But his stats aren't going to be better than Dak, and that's what we're talking about here. And Dak's going to kill it. He's going to have a, a million more rushing yards. I mean, we can go into that realm if you want to talk about that too. But Tom Brady can't even move back there. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to attempt to calmly tell you that you're wrong right now. Well, because you I already. Okay. When Dak, when Dak has a great game, I'm here to tell you the Cowboys don't win. Because by the time he goes off, the defense has already given up 50 points or 40 points. That's the problem. Uh, Dak attempted more than 40 passes in a game last season. Every time he did, guess what? The team finished one and five in those games. So just because Dak has a great game does not equal Cowboys success. So here's what I will say. Look, I know everybody. And we're not talking to, about success. We're talking no, about quarterbacks. Well, we are, though, because we're sitting here talking about which one of these quarterbacks will have the better year this year. So right, I'm does looking that mean at No, no, no. I'm looking at just strategic, you know, quarter lead, whatever. I'm looking at just these two quarterbacks, not the team. Okay. However, when Dak has a big game and a good game, his team doesn't win. It's statistically proven. When Tom Brady has a good game, the team wins. I trust, and listen, you can sit here and say, oh, he's 43 and he can't throw the deep ball and all this other bull crap that people want to say. But this is what I say. I say I have a quarterback who's been to the Super Bowl nine times, who's won six of those, by the way. Yes, he's lost three, but he's still got a winning record in Super Bowl games. On top of that, I have a quarterback who's not Jameis Winston, who will throw 50 picks in a season, and I mean 31 more specifically, not 50. And I have a guy who knows how to take care of the football. So it would not surprise me at all. Even if James, even if Tom Brady comes out this year and throws 15 picks, he's still going to throw for over 3,000 yards. He's still going to lead his team to the playoffs. You just said you, you wanted a quarterback that takes care of the football. You guys couldn't even win. You couldn't even <laughs> win the <laughs> NFC East, and your division oh, is garbage. You how is he taking care of the football and throwing 15 picks? Bro, right. the Cowboys right. didn't win the NFC East on a, in a losing record. The Eagles you're, won the division with a crap record last you're year. You're contradicting Ooh. yourself. You're contradicting yourself. All right, you two, you calm down, calm down, calm down. Let's 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 move on. Okay. All right. I like I, I like this. Okay. This, I don't. Might, you started this. Crap. Hey, listen, I had to do, do it. You I, like this? this I, I like this. I like this. I should I, like, meet having... you because you started it. Well, you can't. I'm the host, so I ha I have that power. I have the ultimate power over you. I have the yeah. power Monday. So, so we we've all. I think we're kind of split on the Tom Brady, Dak Prescott thing. Uh, uh, you guys made great cases about who's going to have a better season. We'll we'll obviously at the end of this season see who has the better season. Well, we all can rag on each other, and then uh, hopefully we can all give middle fingers to the ones that. That's and I'll accept all of your sports. apologies. <laughs> all apologies in informal writing from Taylor. Informal just, writing. Just imagine what I'm going to be saying next year on the show after I'm right. Oh my god! I, actually, I won't be able to see anything. I'll just sit here quietly. That's that's if you, that's your invite. That's if you're invited back to the show. Regardless, let's pump the brakes there. Uh, you know, Skid Row. Let's 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 pump the brakes there. Okay. I want to I want to ask you all a question. Why why does everybody hate Joe Buck, the the announcer? Why does everybody hate him? He's annoying. What do you mean? Why? A lot of people hate Joe Buck. I, I just want to know why. Why is he the worst, though? Why is he the worst? Nothing he says adds value. And <laughs> nothing. No, he's very, he's very monotone. Buzzwords, and you're like, what does that even mean? It's not even a real statement that makes sense ever. And not even to mention, he's better at baseball than he is at football. When he, when he, six Super Bowls, he's commentated. Ridiculous. No, we need someone I don't know else. Who let that happen. Yeah. I don't know who let that happen. I've actually, I've actually heard him um, be oh, interviewed. Taylor, I'm going to stop you. For, I'm going to stop you for a second. I've oh. never seen Kaylee that fired up about anything. For real? Wow. <laughs> Until I, I mentioned the name. I, down and I just got real hyped up. I forgot it was on the rundown. I was like, whoa. Until I mentioned the name Joe Buck, she goes ape shit on Joe Buck. So I'm very active on Reddit against um, Joe Buck. So okay, yeah. So Joe Joe Buck, like I said, as a comment commentator, I I mean he he like he, like Kaylee said, he doesn't add any value. He's just kind of mundane. He's just kind of there. But and we'll see you tomorrow night. Uh, you don't like to that his line? credit, I've heard him interview multiple times about his personal life, and one of the funniest stories I've ever heard was him 
eating edibles in Mexico. And it is probably one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. Because- you know, it'd be kind of a fun story or to be around would be Joe Buck on edibles because I'm exactly. sure he would, I'm sure he would try, he would try to commentate like people walking around and then going in cars and being in like on like in the, uh, like the desert and seeing like a cactus. But he, was, he was one of those where he ate one. And he's like, Oh, this isn't working. Let me eat another one. You know why Joe Buck isn't as, isn't good to me? Why? Why because, is he the worst James? Because Jim Nance is so much better. Okay. You know why? Because do you ever hear Joe Buck sitting with Troy Aikman uh, and those two talking? Listen, when <laughs> one of my favorite clips is uh, when when something good happens in a game with Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Jim Nance goes, Tony! <laughs> like he, he backs up real loud. Would you ever see Joe Buck sitting there going, Troy! Like it, it just it wouldn't happen. Nope. And, and yeah, Everyone needs more Nance. Romo. I guess I'm the only yeah, one here. more Romo, too. I guess I'm the only one that likes Joe Buck, then. I don't hate him in baseball. I, I think Haley brought up a good point. I, like I don't him hate baseball. him in baseball. He's really good in baseball. All right, so you prefer him in baseball than in yeah. football. Okay. You know, yeah, by far. Football is terrible. Terrible. Okay. He has no personality. It's not, in the I, words of my boy Charles Barr, it's absolutely terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. I'm interested to see actually how this new Monday Night Crew is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. I really. I'm disappointed. I love Joe. I love Joe Tessitore personally. Mm-hmm. I love Joe Tessitore. He's funny on Holy Moly, like hilarious on Holy Holy Moly. I'm I'm actually kind of disappointed with the Monday Night Crew that they have because I really wish they could have thrown money, real real big money. I know Peyton would have would have done it if if they would have given him like the farm and then have pair him with Pat McAfee those two guys in the booth would have been they're not going to go that crazy though. I know they're not going to go that crazy but like tapping into this generation where McAfee's really taking over the sports podcasting realm and then Peyton who's I mean Peyton's on another level when it comes to being on camera and and having comedy chops like if you had those two guys in the booth that would have been great for Monday Night Football I'm not I'm not sold on this yet and for what i've heard they might get kirk hurts uh kirk herb street uh to be in the booth for monday no, night because co- yeah be- in college football no they're saying he might be in the booth w- for co- for uh the nfl games because of college football you know obviously might be canceled because they might expand to saturday games for the nfl so her actually herb street is going to be calling the first game of the nfl season on week so i i like I like who they picked. I, I'm. I actually cannot believe I'm about to utter these words. But Taylor, I agree with you on Lewis Riddick. I love him. You heard I him. Love him. I love him. I love like Riddick. I like Riddick. I love. Yeah. I love. But here's Riddick. the thing. Steve Levy is actually underrated. He called a lot oh, of the. He called a lot hockey. of the. He called a lot of the the Vipers games too. Yeah. He was uh, in, the, in the XFL games, and he did a really good job with that. Yeah, I like him a lot. He's low key funny. Guys, yeah, I, want to, I want to stop you there. We got some score updates for the games going on tonight. The Tampa Bay Rays are leading the Baltimore Orioles 4-2 to two in the bottom of the eighth. The Boston Red Sox have come storming back and are over the Toronto Blue Jays 9-6 to six in the bottom wow. of the sixth I'm watching inning. the game. So, I'm, oh, you, you, didn't, you didn't say anything, Taylor. Are you being no, and the yeah. uh, the Lightning are tied right now with the Boston Bruins as they head into the third period. Of Can I just game. say how much I just just Brad Marchand and Boston just I I look at them He's and Canadian. I just get mad. I know he is, but I mean he just I look at the Bruins and I get I get really upset. I, it doesn't even matter if we're playing them or not. I just get mad looking at them. James, it's when okay. You get upset with everything, Boston. It's fine. That's I mean, true. we I don't we've, like anything. Boston. My Leafs have lost to the the Bruins the last two two playoffs and. The, Game seven, so I know well, you're rooting for the Lightning, then, right? You're rooting for the I, Lightning. Today. I don't know. All right, speaking of the Lightning, they're, <laughs> speaking of the Lightning, they're tied one one with the Bruins right now. Actually, no, they're down one zero. Two two. I'm sorry. Uh, two two. Oh, oh, you mean in the, in the series? series. Yes. Okay, do sorry. you do you all think Tampa is going to move on? They're going to win the series against the Bruins, or do you think they're going to choke again? Uh, in this the Stanley Cup playoffs, what what do you guys think? If they can't score on the freaking power play, they're not going to win games. They've really looked flat coming out. They're not coming out with any burst of energies that the game started. They're not getting anything on the power plays. Taylor, I'm going to go with you. I mean, do you think the the Lightning are going to move on, or do you think they're going to choke? No, the the Lightning are just like the Maple Leafs. They're a lot of finesse, not much body. I mean, they got Hedman, but Hedman's I I mean Hedman's Chara Junior. So I mean. It's just like James said, if if they don't score on the the only way we were productive against them the last two playoffs and the games we won, we were productive on the power play. And then when we were when we were five on five, we just got schooled. So Marshan and Bergeron just just dominated us. So unfortunately, I think 
it's going to be the Bruins. I mean, I hate the Bruins. And I'm excited that the Islanders are playing so good because I want to see the Islanders and someone else move past the Bruins. We've got some comments in the the comments already. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. This is Sports Caffeine. If you guys haven't heard of us already, we're on FanStreamSports.com and also the app. Make sure to go to Manscaped.com where you can get 20% off and free shipping using the code SC2020. I will put that in the banner below. Uh, Kaylee, do you think the the Tampa Bay Lightning are going to move on or do you think they're going to choke? I don't see them moving on, and I hate to say that. I don't like Boston teams at all, but I don't think they just haven't clicked week after week now. I mean, it just is the same like first period lag where you're just, you're missing that spark. They're not clicking, their feet aren't moving. And it's just, it doesn't seem to be a one-time thing. It continues to happen. So unless they come out and look completely different, I don't see them moving on. The Bruins top line is looking elite. I don't see that changing to be honest. So at this point, I think, I think they're done. Do you think that the Lightning should maybe move on from Coach Coop after this series if they do not move on? I don't – I think that's drastic. Okay. I think that's a little – I think it's a little – that's too far. Okay. Too All right. Far. James? I think it's, I think it's roster, roster-wise. roster I mean, they, they went all in on it by picking up like Shattenkirk and McDonough and all those defensemen to try and bulk them up for teams like – like Boston, which is exactly what Toronto tried to do too, but it's just not working out. I don't know where the holes lie. That's why you saw today with my Leafs making a trade. We traded one of our top fast forwards to get a pick to try and get some young guys. I don't I don't really know where it stands. It's maybe somewhere in the neutral zone where they're not getting some play. I, I don't I don't know. I don't okay. I mean I'm not that I mean I'm hockey savvy, but James, what do you know. think? Do you think the Lightning are going to move on on this series? Do you think John Cooper should be gone? And do you think they should just make some more personnel moves after the season's over if they do not move on from this series and go further into the playoffs? Uh, I'm going to say this. If the Lightning don't make the Stanley Cup final, uh, John Cooper should be fired. Okay. And and I, and look, I like John Cooper. I take nothing away from what he's done for uh, the team. You know, Making them consistently a playoff team every year is not an easy thing. But after last year – getting swept after winning the president's trophy, being the best team in hockey last year and getting swept by the blue jackets in the first round. And then ever. And and, and seriously, it it really, it was one of the best hockey teams we've seen in years. I mean, it it had been a long time. Uh, And, and listen, Ryan McDonough, I know you brought up Taylor McDonough. He was taken out today. Um, He had a horrible game one. I mean, just absolutely horrible all the way around. Uh, but that's that's really my hot take with the Lightning. If they if they do not make the Stanley Cup final, they don't have to win the Stanley Cup. I don't think. Just get um, to it. Just if they if they do not get to the Stanley Cup final, you may see a coaching change in John Cooper. I agree well, they with just you got on that. On the power play, so we'll I, see. Here. I agree with you on that. I think with the loss, with the loss in the first round last last year against Columbus, and then losing to the Caps. Then losing to the Penguins, it's like all right, we we were seeing a trend here. We're not we're getting there. Except for last year, and we're not we're not going over to the mountaintop. I think it's time to make a personnel change, honestly. And I think they need to trade Stammer. They need to get rid of Stammer. Stammer gets hurt way too much. You can possibly get something out of him for either picks or bring back a couple defensemen or whatever from that. But I think it's time to move on from him. I know they paid him a crap load of money, but he's just not being he's not reliable at all from year to year. I mean, he gets hurt way too much. You can look at Stammer, and Stammer gets a lower body injury just by looking at Stammer. So I think it might be time to move on from from both of those guys and just kind of clean house with the upper management for the Tampa Bay Lightning. All right, guys, we're going to move on. Yeah, he does. He's got, yeah, (laughs) he really does. Yeah. Stammer is almost like Robert Griffin. The third he's Mr. Glass. He just gets hurt with a gust of wind on the ice. And that, and that's terrible because Stammer, you know, has been really the, the captain of the team. He's been a heart of the team for the longest time, but it, I almost look at this as the Kevin Kiermaier syndrome is maybe it's time to move on from, I look, I get it. The guy's a gold glove winner, but his offense isn't that great. So it's time to move on from this. And Ian Richardson is chiming in on the comment line. Lightning will not move on. Reason is reason being is because they are too slow and not quick enough. If you look back at 2015 against Chicago, they were amazing. It was three, two series oh, competition. Well, the reason we didn't move on in 2015, and I will say this because he's still in the playoffs now with Dallas, Ben Bishop went down in game one of that series and Vasilevsky was not, he had not even really started that much and had to come in and play a whole series against the Chicago Blackhawks, who were by far the better team. 
Uh, but it was just, it was really unfortunate timing for Ben Bishop. And that, yeah. that was a tough series to watch too. That was another one, John Cooper. You look at that series and go, man, I, I think with the, I, I just said we probably weren't the best team in that because we really weren't, but I still think it was a winnable series. And, and that's a series you look back and go, what if? And then we haven't been to the final since because we've had all of these, you know, losses that have just mounted up in the Easter Conference Finals and the in the first round getting sweat. I mean, it's just some, yeah. something has got to give coaching wise, and it's going to have to be John. Cooper. I I, th- I really think they're going to move on after this season. I think <laughs> if they lose the series or if they don't make it to the cups cup final, they're going to move on from John Cooper. It, it, yep. it's, it, I think after last year with the being swept from Columbus it, it, that was he was on the hot seat and if this team is not going to perform well throughout the playoffs and not go at least to the Stanley Cup or win it all he's going to be gone and that's I mean it's sad but you got to you got to maybe move on from somebody else so yeah. every time every time I watch Boston play uh, last real point it just makes me reemphasize how much I hate Chara like I hate <laughs> he's my least favorite player probably of all time I just can't stand him well, we'll thank, right, you for that. thank you for that. Opinion. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna end the show with a little college football, the the AP college football poll, and I, I say this laughing. Uh, top twenty five came out today with you know our twenty five ranked teams for this year, twenty twenty. Even though nine of them are not going to be playing this year, the Ohio State Buckeyes, Penn State, Oregon, Wisconsin, Michigan, USC, Minnesota, Utah, and number twenty four Iowa are all not going to be playing this year, but are all ranked in the top twenty five. So why would do we need this poll? I don't know because these teams aren't playing. Uh, most of these teams, I mean, they got Ohio State at number two. They're not playing this year. Why do we need this poll, guys, girls? God, why do we need this poll at all? We don't. We don't. Exactly. No, we I'm, don't. I'm just excited to beat FSU for the fourth time in a row, and uh, you know, win our sixth national championship. <laughs> we'll, we'll all see. about. The U has been a dumpster fire. You guys haven't been good since the nineties. Well, actually, the actually, early two thousands, early early two thousands. I'm sorry, and then you've oh, been just down there from that. Oh yeah, all about the U. He- all right, and you're out of the stream right there for a second. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kaylee, is there is there really a need for this poll when we got nine teams that are not even playing this year? There's not. I think. You can do this poll all day, but until week one starts and we know who is playing, who's not playing. And also you have to look at, you know, most of these schools are playing conference only schedules. So how does that go to factor into all of these rankings? Because right now they're not ranked based on conference only with one or two wild card games. They're they're ranked based on last year's matchups and performance. So I just don't really see how you can do this until week one starts. And then you have to redo every single thing you've already done. I'm just going to say UCF is too low. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you're, and you're muted. <laughs> oh, that's when, wow. when, it, when is week one? Do we know? I, I didn't even check. Usually it's next it's week. The, or usually no, it's, it's the, the weekend. It's I think it's the weekend of the 25th. Yeah, yeah. 26th. Yeah. UCF too. You know, there is, there is a point. There is a point to this AP poll, by the way. Just so you guys know, there's an underlying point here. The NCAA is giving a big middle finger to the Big Ten and the Pac-12, saying, you don't want to play, huh? We're going to put you in this poll Anyways. just to remind you where you could have been. And I'm going to. it doesn't make sense, and uh, I, will, I will gladly also say that Florida was ranked way too low in this poll. I definitely think they should have been six, if not yeah. five. I think they're one of the top five teams in the country. You can sit here and argue all you want. But here's the thing. We actually have SEC player. Kyle Trask is not a court. Dude, Taylor, go away. Uh, we, have more, we have more talent on our offensive line than UCF has on their team. So I don't understand why that's even an argument with UCF. Florida would beat UCF by 46. I'm sure that right now. I don't think that's true. I'm really surprised they have North Carolina at 18. I'm, I'm a little – Because they're better than UCF. No. Like a little Scooby Doo on that. Like, got them rolling down there at, at UNC. It's all hype with Mac being coach. They're not. They're not that great. They're not. They're. They're gonna. They were a flash in the pan last year. They're better than UCF. I can tell you that. I mean, that's, that's true. That's, that's one thing. So all UCF right, so doesn't play in a real division. That's why. It's playing in, in the ACC if you want to play in any real division, right? All come right, on to the come on to the SEC and we'll see how good you. We're a real division that's going to play college football this. This season, so. <laughs> that's, true. that's all I gotta say about it. Hey, we're playing college football too. I don't know what your argument is. No, you guys Ian have fun against Arkansas and Vanderbilt. Ian, hey, uh, 
Okay. We wanted Alabama for the record. I like that point from Ian about Minnesota. I agree. They should be ranked higher. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that too. I'm really you'll see you'll see FSU creep back in the top. They're not playing. Eventually. What? Minnesota's not playing. not playing. Who cares? Yeah, they're not playing at all. They're they're nineteen. <laughs> Who cares? We had a comment about we had a comment about that. We want to we want to highlight our viewers. Sorry, Ian. You know they're not playing this year. You can say they're gonna be higher up. They're not. It's not gonna. I still think they. I love the coach, man, from Minnesota. I love him. He's awesome. He's a guy I would love to lead an NFL team. All right. So no need for the AP. If they were going to do the AP, then they just have to put in the teams that should be in the top 25, not the ones that are just going to be, you know, standing from the sidelines. And they're probably going to be playing in the spring. Apparently that's what's going to happen for the Big Ten and the Pac-12. So and then we're going to have this big debate then about who's the hey, team. Yeah. Man, before we close, I know we're about to wrap up the show, but can I just tell you what I just saw real quick that's going to make every single one of you laugh? Please do. I Bro, love Plexico yeah. Burris just made an OnlyFans. Are yes. you serious? And he tweeted about it. Yes. What is he going to be doing? Like teaching people how to shoot themselves in the leg? Gun safety. Gun safety. I don't know, but I'm subscribing. I'm doing talk it. About one, <laughs> talk about one, one player of all time that I know didn't manage his money well. Plaxico Burris did not oh. manage his money well. It's going to be worth every penny. USF, FAMU, BCC. Well, like the Willie Thor made a million dollars in 24 hours the other day. So. Willie, oh, yeah. we brought up the point about USF, MU, and BCC. Uh, USF, I really, I, I like USF's direction where they're going. They got a great coach um, coming in, and and really, I think USF is going to be a force to be reckoned with in the next couple of years. Of course, they're going to win the series, the I four Warren I four against UCF this year. Now, I don't know about that. It's that gonna, might I be love, a I'll put money. That on might it. be a stretch. One of my favorite games of all time is when BJ Daniels went to Tallahassee and just roped. That was that, that was, was hard for me. That was hard for me to watch because I was going to USF and then I'm an FSU fan. So it was like, who do yeah, I in the rain? For? Uh, I remember USF for? like back in 2008, I believe it was. They were ranked number two in the country. Yes, and, and that was right after. And then they went on Thursday Rutgers. night football and lost to Rutgers. To Rutgers, yeah. But the greatest moment was when they beat uh, West Virginia at home at Ray J. Uh, yeah. I got on the field and then went and cussed on live television afterwards. It was fantastic. I was what? Oh, I gotta see and, that. Uh, I don't. You, you'll never find it. You'll oh. never find it. I was in a Hulk costume, like a green Hulk suit. Yeah, and I was really drunk, and I just said the F word. <laughs> really loud. It was so awesome. Like, oh, I just cussed on live TV. You got what I'm meaning. So yeah. I haven't done that. You know All who's right. going to win the Big Ten? Ian Richardson? The fans. The yeah, fans yeah. are going to win the, the Big Ten. Yeah, for watching real football in other conferences. That's right, in the SEC. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap this up. Thanks for everybody going into the comments tonight for Sports Caffeine Sports Taco Tuesday nights. Uh, make sure to stream us live on fanstreamsports.com and also the app, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Make sure to go to manscaped.com to get 20% off and free shipping with the code SC2020. And also go to Dugout Mugs. We're now sponsored and affiliate partner with them. If you go to Dugout Mugs, you can get a customized mug that's made out of an actual baseball bat. We will see you guys next next week at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. For James, Kaylee, and Taylor, we will see you guys next week. This has been Sports Caffeine. Thanks for listening to another episode of Sports Caffeine. Available for streaming on FanStreamSports.com and FanStream Sports, the app.